Hey everybody, just wanted to say thank you for tuning into this episode of the Nerdcast. If you'd like to stay up to date on all things Nerdcast, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Nerdcast one If you'd like to inquire about influencing or joining the discussion, you can send us a message on any of our social media or an email at jrbnerdcast at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Let's get into it. Well, boys, howdy. Welcome back to another episode of the Nerdcast. Uh, I've got a special guest in here today. It's his first time on, and uh, it's it's been a while. Yeah, it's been um, been a handful of episodes. Yeah, um, but I got Nick in here with me today. Um, Hello. And uh, as as usual, when Nick's around, we're talking some Star Wars. Um, but before we do that, I got a few um, orders of business to take care of before we get to that. I want to just tell you guys: um, do not forget to check us out on all of your social media. Uh, well, I guess I shouldn't say all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. That's the only three that we use. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the nerdcast one. Um, also you can find us at jrbnerdcast.com. You can check out our blog there. Um, you can also send us an email from there. So that's pretty cool. You don't even have to worry about, you know, messing up the email or anything you can just click on the website on the link and send us an email from there um and hey if you guys want to write something for the website go ahead and send it to us um send us uh, a request on the website and then we will reach back out to you and we'll kind of tell you you know the steps to take from there uh but but we want you guys to be able to get your stuff out if if you've got some cool you know nerdy topics you want to write about or if you've got a cool um like nerdy short story or something like that uh feel free to hit us up and we can put it online for you and get people to see it Uh, and lastly the last thing i'm going to talk about before we get into um honestly i have no idea what we're getting into but if you guys like what we're doing uh, and you want to support us, you want to see us continue to grow and improve, you can check us out on Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash the Nerdcast1 and see how you can help. Um, guys, that's all the announcements. So I guess we should start talking about Star Wars or something. Yeah, I'm down. Um, so apparently there's news that's not news. But it's still news because there is no news. Yeah. And if that sentence confuses you, uh, you're not alone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, uh, during the Disney shareholders meeting that happened not too long ago, uh, what was it, like probably two weeks ago at this point? Uh, Something like that? Yeah, we're a little late on the shareholder train, but that's all right because really there's not much to pull from it. I mean, you can speculate about these tweets, but really, there's not really much there that you can, like, oh my gosh, you know. Well, and the thing is, like, Scott, I get Ladawig, Ladwig, however you pronounce his last name, he tweeted after the, because at, at the Disney shareholders meeting, they show a lot of footage for their upcoming films, things that they're working on, and uh, stuff like that. Not like trailers, not posters, none of that stuff. It's, it's like raw footage. Um... 
I guess they probably do some edited footage, but most of it's just raw footage. And uh, so I'm just going to read through. There's there's a few tweets. Um, I think there's only three about Star Wars, specifically. And then he goes into, like, Toy Story 4 and um, the Avengers Endgame and Aladdin and... He, I mean, basically all the stuff you would expect from a Disney shareholders meeting. Long story short, he said like, well, you guys are being harsh critics and I wish that you could see what we saw because it's all good stuff. But anyway, that's beside beside the point. That's a whole other topic. But I'm just going to read what his tweets say. So his first one says, we saw a blockade runner in an abandoned looking hangar, an explosion knocking stormtroopers in a starship hangar bay. Kylo Ren in a white room looking at a Vader helmet. Ray, Finn, Poe in Falcon cockpit. So that's the first one. And everybody thinks that there's news there. And I just don't. Um, I mean, literally the only thing that you take from this is Kylo Ren in a white room looking at the Vader helmet. Yeah. That's the only surprising thing is because like Vader's helmet was technically, up until now, thought to be destroyed on Starkiller. But that that's literally the only... Like, we saw a blockade runner in an abandoned-looking hangar. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. It's Star Wars. An explosion knocking stormtroopers in a starship hangar bay. Okay. That's Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray, Finn, and Poe in the Falcon cockpit. Okay. Where else are they going to be? Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. So, that that means literally nothing. Yeah. Uh, the only... I will... Like I said, the only interesting part about that is that we now the know helmet. The that Kylo back. went back... Uh, and before he escaped Starkiller, got he got the, the helmet. helmet. Um, Which I guess we could have already kind of assumed because he had all of his personal effects anyway. Yeah. In The Last Jedi. So. I think, um, now there have been some follow-up tweets of people like reaching out to him and him, you know, saying different things. Um, so honestly, you know, like we said, there's, they're just tweets that, you know, it's, the making Star Wars.net um, article on it says um, minor spoilers, which is true. And it says a few neat Star Wars Episode 9 details, which is also true. Like, it's kind of right. neat to see it, but there's not really anything that's going to be spoiled here. You know? Right. I think that's kind of the best way to say it is these are just neat details. Like, yeah. there are things that we kind of knew were going to be there anyway, but it's just cool to hear somebody say, hey, by the way, you were correct about those things. Yeah. I uh, think. Uh, th- I do, I agree with you on the side of, like, the Vader helmet's really the only thing that's major there. There have been, like I said, follow-up tweets where people are like, well, is the blockade runner, like, maybe the Tantive Four, like, Leia's ship? And he's like, yeah, maybe. Like, I don't know. Right. You know, and, and so and, it's like... Well, part of it is, like, we're not even sure that this guy knows what that means. Yeah. You, you know, know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know. This guy might be huge Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. and could just be trolling us with that kind of response. But, like, that response kind of denotes to me, that no, was a ship. It's Star Wars. Yeah. Like, it was in space at one point. Now it's abandoned. Exactly. And I was like, okay, well, yeah. No, take that at face value. The uh, the explosion knocking stormtroopers in a starship hangar bay. I mean, like you said, that's just Star Wars. Yeah. I there mean, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be Star Wars if there wasn't explosions. The well, cool thing, think, though, like, is that. stormtroopers is, is pretty common. Like, when you look at ground combat in Star yeah. Wars. And I guess the only real difference is this is technically this is in space combat that this right, is still happening. Right. But we saw that in the Last Jedi. That's what happened in the Rebellion fleet. The yeah. hangar bay exploded. 
you saw Poe people flying. flying. It's like that, yeah. that, that that's already happened in the sequels even. Yeah. And so there's really It's cool to see that it will happen, but there's really or, nothing or light, I guess. Nothing crazy there. I mean, he also has said um you know, the Kylo Ren in the white room looking at the Vader helmet. Somebody tweeted back at him and asked him like, "Okay, does it, you know, the the white room is it like um Vader's meditation chamber or is it like, you know, the inside of the Tantive 4 from episode 4 or 5?" And again, he was like, you know, like, you know, he yeah. was like, it's a white room. <laughs> he was like, you know, it, it could be, you know, I hadn't right. thought of that. Like, you know, it, it could be him in Vader's um, little chamber. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like Vader's chamber was on one of his specific starships. Or, yeah, it was. It was on the Devastator. Yeah. And so, well, and then I guess later on, probably on something else. But. So he's probably not like in Vader's meditation chamber. He may have recreated it somehow. But right. again, like we don't. We don't know. It's just he's in a white room, which I guess the visual of that, because we know he's going to be in all black. The visual of that is going to be yeah, cool. I like, think it'll all be a really white cool with scene. the black. I mean, yeah, it's going to be cool. Well, but. and another thing to think is like all these things could be cut from the movie. Like this yeah. is all raw footage that yeah. uh, if it's unedited, like I think it is, then none of this or like there's a good chance that none of this ever makes the final cut. Mm-hmm. It's like well, these, yeah, are, these they, are cool scenes, but they're really generic, and they have to tell a lot of a story in episode nine. They just wrapped everything. They just wrapped principal photography last month, so they yeah. probably have just started on post, like you know, within the past couple of weeks. Right. Well, I mean, they probably they're probably getting ready to like ramp into reshoots pretty soon. But yeah, yeah. but you, th- I mean, you just think about it, like. These are all very generic scenes that don't actually drive a story anywhere, mm-hmm. with the exception of maybe Kylo and that and with Vader's helmet. Because I was telling you the other day, that could be significant if we see Vader. Right. If we see Anakin Skywalker, or sorry, Vader's dead. If we see Anakin Skywalker, then that becomes significant. But if we don't, that's just kind of that's just kind of a rehash from Episode Seven, which isn't a bad thing. Just doesn't necessarily progress anything, and so I'd, it would it would make sense for it to be cut if that were happening. Right, and I I, I tend to err on the side with a lot of people that are like, um, you know, this is JJ's opportunity to make his sequel to Number Seven, which is true in a sense because yes, Episode Eight was the sequel to Episode Seven, uh, and I love Episode Eight, and I don't want anyone to think that Episode that uh, the Last Jedi that I don't like that movie because I do, I love it. Um, but if you just look at it time-wise line, episode eight could have been called episode seven, part two, just as, as far as the timeline. So this, right. this may be a way for JJ to like, this is JJ's sequel to episode seven. Yeah. I mean, since it picks up directly at the end of seven. And like, you've never there, seen that in Star Wars before. Right. There's a, there's a very like, oh, this is my laptop fan. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I was like, "What is happening?" But yeah, that's my laptop <laughs> fan. It's uh, it's an i nine laptop, so it's like, it gets real hot. Anyway, I'm gonna hear a little bit of buzzing. Yeah, you'll hear okay. some fan noise in this. Uh, but anyway, uh, since it's so soon after, since it picks right up, and yeah, we haven't seen that in Star Wars yet, and that kind of does air towards the side of like, well, when you think about it, that's really one movie, right? Yeah, and absolutely. so Episode Nine is is really just exactly what people are saying it is and it's like seven and eight is the beginning of yeah. the sequels and then episode nine is the end of the sequels 
which, um, and again, this is not a knock on Ryan Johnson or the last Jedi, because I love Ryan Johnson and all his work and the last Jedi. I love it. But in a sense, it kind of sucks for JJ to have to come in and wrap everything in essentially what is two films. Because really, when you look at it, JJ did seven and then yes, there was development and there was things that happened in eight that were very important. But ultimately, when you look at it in the timeline sense, it's like, that's episode seven, part two. Yeah, you know? and, and I agree with that in a sense. And then I also disagree with it in, in a way that, like, J.J., he, while he wasn't, like, super involved in eight, he still was involved. Right. And he, like, mm-hmm. he chose or ch- helped to choose Ryan. And, you know, he was a part of the early writing process yep. with Ryan. And obviously he didn't, like, he didn't write the script. Mm-hmm. He didn't make those choices. He didn't direct it. But he, he was at least involved in it. And so, in, yep. a, in a way, like, if he had this idea of, like, well, let's make sure that by this point we are here, he could have done that pretty easily. And Ryan is Ryan is a great director, a oh, great yeah. writer, and he would have been willing to do that because he's also a huge Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, like, like we were saying, none of this... It could be that all of this is pointless anyway. Um, and by I don't the way, think it guys, will be, but I just be. I just want to point out this is the first time on our podcast that we've ever done a news segment. Um, literally the first time, and it's not even news. So <laughs> and it's uh, not even anything that's like, oh my gosh, breaking news. Yeah. So um, just wait until the title reveal. Yeah. Yeah. When we then, see that first poster, then we'll oof. spend two hours oh, overanalyzing boy. everything. So. We'll just look at the colors and the and the <laughs> title, and we'll we'll create an entire story that we see. Uh, uh, anyway, so the last thing in that first tweet is Ray Finn and Poe in the Falcon cockpit. Yeah, and like that is probably the dumbest thing to put because, like, yes, he he is just saying the footage that he saw. So fine, but like, if we didn't see Ray Finn and Poe in the cockpit of the Falcon. We knew it was going to be there anyway. Right. right. <laughs> like, they're all stuck in the Falcon now. Yeah. So, what are we just supposed to assume that... Like, I think that's probably going to be the beginning of the movie. I think the very beginning of the movie is stuff that they filmed to maybe be after the end of what they had filmed there for Episode 8. For Leia. Or maybe, yeah, or maybe, like, scenes from Episode 8 that were going to take place on the Falcon before they left Crate. Or, or the, you know, as they're leaving Crate. That just kind of didn't fit, and we got the scene that we got about with Ray sitting there. So maybe that's what we see mm-hmm. is them taking off, because all mm-hmm. we know is that it was Chewie in the cockpit, right? Right. Maybe we see them. Maybe they took off, and then at some point Chewie was like, "Yo, Ray, I need a nap," <laughs> and so Ray, Finn, and Poe take over in the cockpit. Yeah, and like that could be that could be it. You know what I mean? And it could literally be because, you know, John Boyega has said there's about a year between the events of eight and nine. And so this could literally be like, oh, yeah, I don't don't think it could literally be like the opening scene is like um, basically like a preface. Well, and I don't even think what more of what I mean is it just like footage from that. Yeah, I I think. Yeah, I think that it it is a time jump and then we won't see anything that happened right at the end of Last Jedi. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be a clean cut straight to whatever's new i do too but i think it'll be the same footage like i, I think it'll just be footage from that well they have uh, to because i think with carrie fisher's I, passing they have obviously to. we don't know if there was more carrie fisher footage for that but i would assume there is there's probably some interaction with poe and carrie 
or with Poe and Carrie, <laughs> with Oscar Isaacs and, and Carrie Fisher that happened on the uh, Falcon after that. Yeah. Um, because essentially, I mean, she's relinquishing command of the whole resistance to him in a, in a way. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, when she says, what are you looking at me for? Follow him. Right. Like, you know, and, like and, and she's like, giving him the reins. Well, and you think about it, like, technically she's not, I guess, but I don't know. Like, if you look at ranking, there's probably higher ranking members of the resistance still mm-hmm. left, but she's, she's giving that to Poe and, and people are willing to accept that. And that's fine. And so there's gotta be some kind of interaction there. And we've seen that, and we've heard that there's going to be there's going to be more to that relationship explored in nine anyway. Yeah. So I think that's just footage from that will probably make its way in. I do too. I also I think it's cool. Um, there were some follow up tweets about the Ray Finn and Poe in the cockpit of the Falcon as well. Um, and the I can't even remember the guy's name. What's his name? Which one? The guy who tweeted all of this. Oh, Scott. Uh, Scott Ladewig. Scott tweeted back and was like, "Well, there was." A, there was a fourth person in the cockpit, but we didn't get a good look at him, so we don't know who it is. And it's like, that's cool. Like, there's another person in the cockpit. That's well, fine, I mean, you know. But that means that it's definitely not Carrie Fisher. Yeah, and that or, means it's definitely not Chewy or Rose. It could be Rose if Rose is kind of like in the background doing something. Well, that's because, like, if she's turned and doing fair. something, she's kind of like blocked by other people's vision. And, and Kelly Marie Tran's pretty short. Yeah, she's a so. shorter person, so. It would kind of it, it could that could Rose. make sense. I yeah. don't think it would be, but no, I don't uh, but I mean, we we're guaranteed that's not Leia, and that's that's guaranteed not Chewie because they're so they're so popular, they're visible in everything. Like yeah. every shot they're in, you know they're in them, right? Um, and another thing that was a follow up to that was um, um, somebody asked him if there was any dialogue that he heard, and he he said something along the lines of like Ray said, "It's too dangerous. I'm going alone," and then. Um, there was it was lost in translation really if it was Finn or if it was Poe that said it, but I think it was Poe that says to her, uh, "No, we go together." Right. And so I don't know if that's that same scene that that was shot there. That's like that's an interaction between right. Ray and Poe, just the two be. of them, I, or if I, that's the group of them that Poe is like, "No, we're all going," or like, "Hey, I'm going with you." Right. You know. And I think all of those could be true, but at the same time, that's kind of footage we expect to see. Yeah. Uh, so we're I'm just gonna keep going. So yeah. these next so ones are I'm just gonna kind one? of I'm just gonna kind of like briefly go over these uh, because a lot of them are they're two short tweets, right? Yeah. And they have a few in or they, we'll have three in the first one and one in the last one. But uh, so the first one says, or sorry, second tweet says Lando briefly, which we knew. Mm-hmm. Or well, I guess it wasn't a hundred percent confirmed, but we knew six yeah. months ago. Yeah. Uh, probably not actually, but close to that, you know, that ability was involved. Uh, Ray with Chewie's bowcaster, which is cool. That is cool. But hey, I mean, the more people get to use bowcasters, the better, in my <laughs> opinion. Uh, and then Finn in some abandoned looking ship interior. So okay. again, that could have been where somebody was saying, oh, is it the Tantive Four? And he's like, right. yeah, maybe, I don't know. Or <laughs> that could be in the blockade runner. Yeah. I mean, it could be could mean anything though and that's the thing yeah, is like some it could ship be, interior could be in the falcon in a hallway that nobody else is in and the lights are out yeah you know what i mean yeah like the falcon's a decent sized ship we see that in solo that there are hallways that we haven't seen in other mm-hmm. films so mm-hmm. if he's just happening to go through one of the hallways and the power is out on the falcon then it looks like an abandoned ship interior right and maybe he means an abandoned like cruiser interior i don't know 
We'll find out. Yeah. You know? We'll see. There's, or we won't. Or we won't. That's the thing is either we'll find cut, out or you know? maybe we won't. And see, that's another thing that it's like, okay, like, yeah, that's cool that you saw Finn in an abandoned ship. But at the same time, it's like, we don't know what ship it is. We don't know where it falls in the timeline of the movie. We don't know what kind of story element it is. So it's like, if that happens in the movie and we see it, then we're going to be like, oh, yeah, that guy tweeted about that. Right. You that, know? That's <laughs> like, what I mean. Is like, it's cool to, to think about all of the different things that could mean. But there's an endless possibility. There's an endless number of possibilities. And so mm-hmm. I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is uh, he he was technically responding to another person who uh, had asked him about something. And he said, so they just reminded me that we saw a marketplace scene with Ray walking through and some aliens. And... Uh, I don't remember exactly what the wording was, but he did say it was like on a desert. Yeah, like some planet. kind of, it was like kind a, of sand. It was like a Tatooine-esque marketplace that we saw in episode one that he's walking, th- or that Ray's walking through, and then there were aliens. Mm-hmm. So, could it be she went back to... Uh, Jakku. To Jakku through that kind of stuff. Or in episode one, uh, on their way to Watto's junk shop, yep, walking through they walked through the marketplace vendors. Uh, and there's aliens that are running those yeah. stands. And so it could be it Tatooine. Could, it could be Jakku. It could be Jetta. Yeah, it could be Jetta. I mean, it could be anywhere. And that's yeah. why, that, that's one of the reasons that I this one is like the least impactful to me. Yeah. Because J.J. Abrams gave those set gifts. Um, and one of them got leaked and it was a vial of sand mm-hmm. from the set. And everybody was like, we're going back to Tatooine. And, and I was like, like well, so it's, many desert it's planets. just sand. <laughs> like we've, we've seen three sand planets. Just in, in the, the major movies, films, you know, <laughs> and so eh, I don't know. It could be, could be Tatooine, could be Jeddah, could be uh, Jakku, could be so many different places. Like it could be Geonosis. Like yeah. technically, that's just red sand. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, it could be so many different things, and so that's it. Could be a beach planet. It could be a tropical planet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I mean, yeah. That's the thing. It could it's be like, Scarif. Yeah, like, like Scarif had beaches that had sand. Right. You know, like there's. There's just, there's sand anywhere you're going to go, essentially. Right. I, I definitely think it's looking more towards like a desert planet, like a Tatooine, oh, Jakku, sure, Jeddah. Sure. But we have no idea, you know? Because yeah. it did look like a more coarse, like, orangey sand. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like the white sand that you would get on At like a beach a, or something. On like a, uh, like a Star Wars tropical beach or something. Yeah. But who knows? Uh, that could all be nonsense, you know? So the main thing that I've heard coming out of this uh, specific tweet is... Not a lot of people saying, oh, like, for sure we're going back here. But a lot of people just um, using it as a tool to kind of get into a discussion of, like, well, you know, um, well, like the guys at Rebel Scum Podcast, they they talked about, you know, we don't know what for sure what's happening. But, you know, it'd be it'd be cool if they went back to Tatooine. Like, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it has definitely sparked a bunch of uh, story ideas of going back to Jeddah, going back to Tatooine, going back to Jakku and how that would happen. Yeah. And personally, I think it's Jakku, and I think that we're going to see who dropped Ray off. I do too. I think that's the only reason that we go back to that. Or the other reason is we go uh, back to Tatooine and uh, you know, they visit like Shmi's grave or something like that. Uh, or trying or to like find like Kylo Obi-Wan's hut or something. Like, yeah, or Obi-Wan's hut. Or I, 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 def- I think it'd be more like... It'd be, it, in my opinion, to be more impactful if it's Kylo seeking out the beginning of the Skywalker line mm-hmm. in Shmi 
and he goes to her grave to try and learn something from Vader at that spot because that's one of the first places where you actually see Vader instead of Anakin. Right, right. And so then that might be one of the last places we see Kylo instead of Ben. Yeah. And so it'd be kind of poetic in that way is if he goes to the homestead where Shmi dies or well where she's buried and that's kind of the first time that we really have that, seen that ties Vader. Anakin that ties the the beginning of the Skywalker saga to and the very Luke. end and Luke because that's where Luke's that's story started yeah cuz so, so that cool. that ties everything all together it's been said that this is going to tie the whole series together prequels OT sequels i think uh, that'd be really cool i don't think it'll happen kylo ran in a white room the hallways in the homestead are white yeah, well, that's kinda, grasping kind of, at straws, of they're course. They're kind of off white, but but yeah, <laughs> like that's grasping at straws. But you know, it, and that's that's the thing too is like I'm not saying that any of this is going to like I'm not saying going into Episode Nine if Kylo doesn't go to the homestead and walk down the hallway with Vader's helmet, then I'm going to be you know upset. Right. I, I don't care. Reading through these, it's like okay, yeah, like like making Star Wars said like it's a few neat details. Right. <laughs> I think that's really it, and and that's the end of the tweets. Like that's all of the. And not the end, because he did respond to a bunch of other people. There but, was one other one about Daisy Ridley doing some wire work and jumping right, but around I with think a that lightsaber. Was, that but was still, I think that was a response. Someone had asked yeah. him specifically. Someone had asked him specifically about behind the scenes stuff, and he said something along the lines of, uh, "To be honest, there wasn't a lot of behind the scenes that was really catchy or something like that." Um, but one thing that did stand out was Daisy Ridley. Uh, doing some wire work some wire stunt work mm-hmm. uh while using a lightsaber so so we know ray's got a yeah, lightsaber we, so we know so. she has a lightsaber in this movie and then we know she's doing jedi Stuff. fighting like <laughs> she's doing jedi she's fighting things. like a jedi because she, doing wire work means you're you're jumping high up in the air yeah it means you're doing uh gymnastics in midair i mean you're doing jedi stuff yeah, that's what it comes down to, and and that was kind of what we thought would happen. Yeah, and so again, you know, there's there's tons of podcasts out right now that are on this material. Um, I mean, you can check out like Steel Wars. Uh, you can check out Rebel Scum podcast, uh, Rebel Watch, if you want like a ton more um, stuff off of that. But honestly, you know, like me and Nick said, it's it's a few neat details from a movie that we know we already knew there was going to be explosions. We knew there was going to be Kylo Ren. We knew there was going to be spaceships. We knew Daisy was going to have a lightsaber. Yeah, the way that you know? I would the, the way that I would say to take these tweets is uh, appreciate that now we a hundred percent know that they're willing to show the footage. Right, meaning they are confident, uh, and and in my opinion. That's very important because, like, after what happened with Solo and the backlash from Last Jedi, yeah, it definitely it's, it's fresh. I definitely know? could have, uh, I definitely think that Disney and JJ, especially, could have gotten into a spot where they were like, if it's not perfect, I don't want to show it until it's until it's perfect. And, and I don't think he's going that way, which is nice. He's like, no, I'm confident we're making a movie, it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. And all the actors are saying the same thing. Um, and so I'm excited. There was a there was an interview that I can't remember the girl's name, so uh, I'm not even going to try. And I'm to, I mean, I'm not going to take credit for any of it, obviously, because I wasn't there to do it. I can't remember the girl's name though. You can look it up though. But J.J. Abrams did an interview. Um, 
uh, I believe it was the night of the Oscars, and a girl asked him if there's one word to sum up episode nine. Uh, what is the word that you hope people will feel leaving the theater? Uh, and he said, satisfied. Right. And so, so that, that to me is like, you know, JJ's the one that brought us here. He brought us back. Uh, and JJ's the one that's going to lead us out, which I feel, I feel very confident in JJ. Yeah. I'm, I'm real confident in, in JJ Abrams. Like I, I know that a lot of people have issues with the way he directs and the way he writes and stuff, but I love it. I think he's, I think he's one of the best directors at making sure that the the that the fandom knows what they're getting. Yeah. And that like by the end of it, they are satisfied with that ending. And that and it's not gonna be a super straightforward ending. It's gonna be an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. And he's he's really good at writing those stories that come to a good close. A lot of people just don't um a, a lot of people the first thing that when you say J.J. Abrams, that comes to mind is like a uh, mystery box, you know, right. and J.J. Abrams. Yeah, he does have his mystery box. Like with episode seven, you saw his mystery box was Snoke um, with a little little bit of Ray because, you know, you don't know who either of those characters are. All the rest of them, you pretty much know who they are uh, or you got material afterwards to tell you <laughs> who they were. Right. Um, and so I think going into this episode, um, Christian Harloff said on Collider Jedi Council, uh, he said, you know, this is really the first time that JJ's ever finished one of his projects. Like, and, and it may not be like the first time. I don't want to say it's the first time and be totally wrong. And then you guys totally, you know, hate us. But, um, but Christian Harloff was like, you know, for the most part, JJ, what he does is he comes in and he lobs the softball to you. Yeah. He's not often the one that's hitting the home run. You know, he's often the one that's lobbing the softball to you. He's the one that's starting your trilogy or starting your series for you. And we saw that with Star Trek. And he did right. phenomenal with Star Trek. So, I mean, um, watching him close out this series, I think is going to be awesome. And, you know, you can you can dig around for spoilers on Episode 9 all you want. And you can listen to Mike Zero all you want. But, honestly, I'm just going to wait for the movie. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, and, well, and, and one of the things that I, uh, that I would always tell people is when it comes to anything Disney makes, and now that includes Marvel, that, now that include, includes Star Wars... There's no, there's really no point in trying to find spoilers because Disney is really, really good about planting tons of fake spoilers. Yep. And they'll give it to sources that, that don't say that it's from Disney, you know? And so by the, by the time the movie comes out, there's like nine full stories that are quote unquote leaked scripts, Mm -hmm. right? And then the movie comes out and it's not any of those. And you're like, wait a minute, what? Yep. And yeah, and like Disney's like, really good about that. So, uh, like, just go into the movie thinking, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and watch it. And like, see, <laughs> see, that was one thing that uh, you did really well going into the Last Jedi, and I did really poorly because I, um, well, like I said on my blog post and everything, you know, after Force Awakens came out, I, I, I was consumed by the idea of who is Snoke who are Ray's parents, uh, who is Ray? Like what are all these different things? And I had all these theories for, you know, things that were going to happen in episode eight. And then I went into it with all these expectations. And then Ryan Johnson was like, Hey, here's your expectations. And we're going to take the road less traveled. And then here's the actual story. And <laughs> yeah. like, and so I was like, and oh, it's still okay. a great story. Right. I just, 
I was disappointed my first viewing because I was like, man, it's not what I expected. Right. I think that's the issue with like 95% of people. Like there are people who legitimately dislike The Last Jedi and they have legitimate reasons. Like there, fine. There like, are reasons to dislike that movie. I don't discredit those. Uh, there are reasons that it is not a good movie. But I don't think that those outweigh the reasons that it's a good movie, in my opinion. Exactly. Now, the thing, like I've done the same thing with the Marvel movies, is you always go into it with like this precursor of, well, I think I know what the story's going to be, mm-hmm. but I'm just, I'm watching as it comes out. And like, I know things that should happen. Right. And then if they don't, I'm like, whoa, that something different happened. Yep. But that lets you come out of that movie with a better uh, outlook on it. And what I would say is if you if you were just absolutely desperate to get Star Wars content before the movie, read the books. Yeah. Play yeah. play some of the video games, like even the games that have been discredited as not canon, like that's fine. Like Well, and even that, know, like just uh, play some of the games. They're cool stories, they're fun to play. Like that old bounty hunter game. That's right. It's one of my favorite you, Star Wars I mean, games. You you take it like there are plenty of books you can fill from now until nine with all with books. You know what I mean? There's enough canon novels now that you could just read them from now until then and you'd be set with Star Wars every day Mm -hmm. until 9. Or yeah, you can play like The Old Republic. You can play... uh, You can just play Battlefront 2. Battlefront 2 is a canon story. And the multiplayer. I I enjoy the multiplayer. I've heard a lot of people have a lot of problems with the multiplayer. but I love the multiplayer. I think it's it's fun. fun. You know, in... in, I don't have it anymore because I sold my PlayStation 4 and all my games, but... Um, when I did have it, you know, I enjoyed it and it wasn't, it wasn't one that I was like, man, I got to get home and play battlefront, you know? Right. But it was one that was like, Hey, I'm, I'm kind of bored. You know, I'm bored with playing 2k today. Uh, well, let's play, you know, an hour, hour and a half of battlefront. Yeah. My thing is just like, if you're absolutely desperate for star Wars, don't go and like, listen to another Snoke theory. Don't go and listen to a Raylo theory. Don't. Don't go listen to a YouTube video that says this tweet proves Ray is a Kenobi. Just go <laughs> and read a Star Wars book, you know? Listen to a Star Wars book on Audible, you know? Like there are so many better ways. Yeah. Because 100%. those are those are a hundred percent factual in the universe. Yeah. And then you don't have to leave because if you watch one of those theory videos, when you leave that theory video, you're like, well, I'm more confused than when I started. Yeah. Because that could be true or it could be complete bollocks. Like, yeah, I don't know. So anyway, that's what I would say is take everything until nine comes out with a grain of salt. And then when nine comes out, you can look back and be like, Ooh, these things were real. Those things weren't. Yeah. And see, that's my thing too, is like, um, you know, I learned with last Jedi and I'm going to, um, take those lessons and, and apply them for, for episode nine is like, you know, I'm going to, I'm still, I'm still going to listen to all the theory videos. I'm still going to watch all of the spoiler stuff that, you know, Collider Jedi Council and all, all those different media outlets, all of the spoiler stuff that they do. I'm not afraid of spoilers. Right. I'm, I'm still going to listen to those things and watch those YouTube videos and different stuff, but I'm going to take everything and be like, okay, you know, I, that could that's happen. a possible outcome. Yeah. I, that, I think that's the biggest thing is to, to take everything as a possible outcome rather than a guaranteed hundred percent. And you know, when it doesn't happen in episode nine, then be like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, then, you know, X media outlet was wrong. 
Right. <laughs> you know, or when it does happen, you can say like, oh, hey, those guys at Rebel Scum Podcast were right. Or those guys at Rebel Watch were right. Or those guys at the Wampas Lair were right. Like their speculation was correct. Right. You know, and it's it's something that that all of us need to understand is like everything that is quote unquote leaked doesn't really matter. What matters is what happens right. in December, you know? Well, and the biggest thing with that is, well, exactly that. Like, if it's leaked, Disney can literally just be like, okay, well, now that's not in the movie. Yeah. They can change the movie. <laughs> so, like, why do we think that because something was leaked, it's guaranteed? Is like, even if something that was legitimately in the movie, like, if there was a full scene that got leaked, and we got to see a full edited scene of the, of the next Star Wars, like, next month, that wasn't supposed to be shown. Mm-hmm. They'd just be like, okay, well, let's reshoot it and do it differently. Yeah. Like, what what we showed on accident, it's no longer in the movie. Yeah. And and see, that's the thing is, like, just just don't, don't go into the movie with expectations. Now, obviously, we can't tell you how to live your life. We're just trying to give you the best yeah, movie you viewing you. experience. You, you do you, but don't get mad if it's not the way you expected it. Yeah, like, we're just trying to make sure that... The two of us and all of the people that we care about have a good movie going experience because yeah. the, the, when people come out of the movies upset with what happened, that's just and especially when it's Star Wars. Well, the, the biggest thing to me with that is like if if you really are a fan of Star Wars, then no matter what happens in the movie, you're going to like you it. You should come away from that, at least upon your first viewing with just like joy because mm-hmm. you just get to watch Star Wars for the first time. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just got to watch a new Star Wars that just released for the first time. And then later, yeah, go on a nitpick it later. That's why like that's why with Attack of the Clones, now I'm not a huge fan. When I saw it in theaters, I was stoked. I was pumped. I wanted to fight in that arena. <laughs> I still want to fight in and that then, arena. And well, then yeah, but then like, you know, the next time I saw it, when it came out on DVD, I was like, I had settled down a little bit. Mm. And I was like, you know what? This is okay. This 100%. is not a spectacular movie. But it's not a terrible movie. With that being said, let's move on. Yeah, so... Um, what time is it? We are we're looking at 5.32 p.m. Uh, we got Ooh. people coming over in about 20 minutes. Uh, we have been recording for 37 minutes, so we Do got about a couple minutes of trivia. We got about 10 minutes that we can hit. Um, you guys can hear Baylor crying in the background, yeah. but that's okay. We haven't soundproofed the studio yet. Um, but uh, head on over to Patreon to help us uh, raise money to soundproof the studio. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash the Nerdcast One. Shameless plug. So, since Joshua did so poorly on his Star Wars trivia, he has decided. That I will be the only one answering questions today. Um, that's not exactly <laughs> the conversation that went down, uh, but he's no, the not com- the conversation wrong. went this way. I was like, "Yeah, I'll answer trivia." That was the whole. <laughs> that was the whole conversation. Yeah. So um, again, you guys, if you are interested in any of these trivia questions and want to play on your own, this is the uh, Disney official uh, trivia box for Star Wars. That's all it says on the box. It says uh, Cardinal um trademark so i guess cardinal is the company that made it uh but it is the disney star wars trivia box um i don't know how much it costs because i got it as a christmas present so just look it up on amazon or something all right so it's just a box yep of trivia cards (laughs) all right so um i've got a handful of cards here we'll answer um we'll go till 
We'll go for about 10 minutes. Or, you know. Yeah, we'll just go. We'll just go and <laughs> see what happens. All right. So let's shuffle these up a little bit. Not that you've read any of them. I just want to shuffle them. Copyright All right. <laughs> Which subspecies of Mustafarian is tall and thin? I have no idea. I haven't. I literally <laughs> have no idea about any of the subspecies of Mustafar. Uh, I can tell you, it's not the ones that are uh, seen in episode in three. episode three. But no, I couldn't tell you with the Mustafarians. Um, a lot of the questions, or two of the questions, the first two questions that I'm asking you, uh, my biggest concern, not really concern, my biggest uh, problem with the Star Wars trivia box is that it asks a bunch of pointless questions like <laughs> this one, like tall and thin Mustafarian subspecies. Who gives a rip? Like, well, well, I, I mean, that's I don't, the point of trivia, though, is it's supposed well, to be right. Stuff it's supposed to be stuff that nobody knows, common, like you know. But when I when I do like Trivial Pursuit and stuff like that, Trivial Pursuit asks stuff that's like from the movies that you see in the movies or that maybe is mentioned in passing in the movies. Right. Stuff like that's well, the I'm kind sure of stuff that, that, that is, I catch on. To be, to be completely fair, it probably is mentioned at some point, but I don't know what's the what's the answer. It says the northern subspecies. Oh, so yeah, so, so in the northern hemisphere. Yeah. All right, so um, next question is, what Jedi Padawan did Senator Organa see gunned down on the Jedi platform? I can't remember his name, but it's George Lucas's son that played him. Yep, sure is. Um, I don't think he it also, ever says his name. No, it might it, say it, it in the does. book. In the it book, does, it probably does. Because he's, also, he's the same Padawan that's in episode two in the library um, that asks the librarian a question uh, right after... Obi-Wan she tells Obi Wan, "If it is not in the archives, it does not exist." Yep. And Obi Wan's like, "Bruh." <laughs> that uh, episode no, makes her look really rude, but there's also a com- there's actually a comic book out about her, and she's really cool. Right. Uh, but no, I, I don't remember his name. But yeah, it's George Lucas's son. The name is Zet. Ooh, I actually, I actually did know that Jukasa. Zet Jukasa. All right. Let me. Dang, I wish I'd have remembered that, like, right before you said it, because I actually did know that name. <laughs> um, ooh, this is one that you actually might know the answer to, uh, that I Rude. wouldn't. Um, well, you you might know the answer <laughs> to it because you play the uh, Star Wars X-Wing game. Uh, how many proton torpedoes does an ARC-170 Starfighter carry? Uh, it depends, but normally, normally it's... It, Okay, it, it depends on what you call, because if you're calling a charge one, a charge shoots two rockets. So, if you're talking about how many individual rockets, it should have like six or eight. But, charge-wise, it only has two. Or maybe three. Um, the answer so is... It, so, it probably says like six. The answer is indeed six. Okay. So technically, technically that's three. Yeah. So it'd because be three yeah, charges, six shoot, torpedoes. Because you shoot two at a time. Right. Uh, next question: How did General I'm Grievous? Such a nerd. <laughs> oh, this is one that this is one that I had. So if you recall from my episode, this is one that I had. How did General Grievous remain seated in his wheel bike during fast and bumpy travel? 
uh, he used his, well, he used his, like, other, his, like, spider arms. That's true. part of it. But he, uh, I don't know which part it's talking about. Like, so the wheel bike, speeder bike, whatever you call it, it also has legs that also let him climb. So part of it was he just used that. Part of it is that he used, like, I don't know what it means by that. This says um, it had magnetic panels in the seats. Okay. So it yeah. like, sucked I mean, him into it. Yeah. But you see but that at the same in, time. You see that in episode three, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I just didn't know exactly what it meant by that. Because yeah. part of it is, yeah, it, because just, its legs come out and it cushions the fall that would then jettison him out of it. Yeah. But no, you see when he goes into it, it, it like snaps in episode three. All right. Ooh, you might know this. Oh, no. Hang on. I don't even know how to pronounce that word, so I'm not going to. Um, who led the Cantina band? Oh, I actually. Okay. You know what? I just listened to from a certain point of view. And there's a point of view, there's a story from his point of view. And I cannot remember his name. It says it so many times. And I can't remember it. Oh my gosh. Give me the first name. Let's see if I remember the last name. The first name is Figrin. I don't remember the last name. No, it... There's a story from his point of view, in uh, from a certain point of view, or maybe from another member of the band's point of view. But there's there's a there's a story from the band's point of view, and it it mentions him a few times. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, it is D apostrophe A N, so probably like Deanne. Yeah, Figrin Deanne. Figrin Deanne. Yeah. All right. What ship did Bail Organa take to find Master Yoda? Uh, it was, it's like a patrol shot. I don't know what it, what it, it no, it's, it's like a civilian. It's not the, it's not the, you know, on episode three, it's the actual like ship that he used. Oh, you mean like the Tantive? Yeah. Like the Tantive V4? Yeah. Yeah, it's the Tantive 4. That's not true though. <laughs> when, no, when, when is that talking when, about? Before, before they meet up and go back to Coruscant. So like Yoda sends out the distress signal from the shuttle from oh, okay. Kajik and okay, Bail okay. Organa goes to get him. And then they find Obi-Wan as well. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But yeah. technically, he didn't go, like, he didn't go find him in that. Yoda found him. Well, we don't actually know. A- ask me ask me one more, and then I'll get it wrong, and we'll... I'm just getting... We'll in, move on. I'm just getting some different cards, because I was seeing a lot of the questions that I had on mine, and I don't want to ask all the same questions twice, you know? So... Let's see. Oh, you should get this one. Who was Cloud City's computer liaison? Ooh. What's this guy's name? Oh my gosh. There's a comic about him. Yeah. I know. What? He's Lando's new L3. Yeah, I can't remember his name though. I mean, I could legitimately like draw his like half face. Yep. (laughs) And the little things on his head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What is his name? I don't know his name. His There's name, my fan again, though. His name is Lobot. Lobot, yeah. 
There's my fan again. All right. So last question I will ask you. And if you don't get this one right. <laughs> get some super powered laptop fan in there. If you don't get this one right. Um, I mean, I don't really care. I'm not going to. There's no <laughs> there's no consequences for getting it wrong. But uh, you should get it right. Who uttered the words? Luke, don't give in to hate. Like, as in Obi-Wan? Yeah, yeah, it's literally just Obi-Wan. <laughs> okay. just Obi-Wan the way Kenobi. that you said it made it sound like it was probably James Earl Jones. And I was like, <laughs> Darth Vader would literally never say that. Why would you ever say it like that? Darth Vader would be like, Luke, give in to your hate. Yeah, you were like, Luke, don't give in to hate. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that wraps up this episode. Um, again, if you guys want to check us out on all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at the Nerdcast one you can do that and while you're there click on over to our website check out some blog posts we got a cool one up um new one this week from uh, our pal matt from kansas city who talks about um tabletops versus computer screens uh, and it's a really good uh, really good little read um and he's not bashing video games for all you video game um enthusiasts we love video games here at the Nerdcast. We also love tabletop games. Uh, but go ahead and check that out. Send us an email from our website there. And uh, if you like what we're doing, click on over to patreon.com forward slash the nerdcast one and uh, see what kind of different tiers we have set up. I don't remember them off the top of my head. So, Nick, fill something in while I go find them so I can read them to you. Well, I don't know what to say right now, but uh, hopefully it won't take Joshua long to pull up. The Patreon. Hey, we got it. Hey, perfect filler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So if you click on over to our Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash the Nerdcast one or on the Patreon app, uh, you can just type in JRB Nerdcast. Our tiers, uh, our $1 tier is called the Nerdlets. Um, our $3 tier is called the Nerd Bags. Our $5 tier is called the Nerd Turds. So. You can be a nerdlet, a nerd bag, or a nerd turd. <laughs> I don't think you're encouraging people to give you money. <laughs> no, so uh, so give me money, and I'll call you a nerd turd. <laughs> <laughs> but there are different rewards for all of those tiers. So if you guys want to check those out, and any you support, looking nerd turder, <laughs> <laughs> nerd turder. Uh, if you guys want to check those out, um, any help would be greatly appreciated. We are trying to raise a little bit of money to um, to build a new studio space. Um, one, because, uh, when we record, when my son's awake, you're going to hear screaming in the background. Uh, and two, um, there's a lot of foot traffic through my house a lot of times. So you're going to hear people. Um, but we're trying to, uh, upgrade some studio space, some microphones, some software, different stuff like that. So any help would be greatly appreciated guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Nick, you got any last words? Nope. All right, there you have to make it. make that as long as possible. <laughs> there you have it. Nick has no last words, and uh, the Force will be with you. Always. Always.